of Family Gems, where we share fun family stories. I'm Suba Agarwal. This is my lovely co-host. Hey, I'm Valerie Tossie. And today we have with us an Iraqi-American content creator, award-winning writer, actress, and internationally touring stand-up comedian. Uh, you can see her on Shahid VIP's stand-up sketch show on IG pages like Family Guy, and she has contributed jokes for Tom and Jerry, Scooby-Doo, and Looney Tunes social media. So we are very lucky to have her with us today. Please welcome Reem Idan. Hey. Excuse me, Miss Resume. My God. <laughs> Stop. Just kidding. Stop. Never stop. Can't believe you fit us in in between all of these things. No, but seriously, we were just talking about how she literally just got back from Dubai and like Mm -hmm. was was supposed to do San Diego and then Vegas, but luckily was able to just stay in San Diego. uh, Yeah. Because uh, overbooked. Yeah. uh, Oh, because you hate yourself, but Mm -hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> the problem like, is, oh, like- did you overbook? No, I can't imagine that from the way the, of the things that we just heard. <laughs> the problem is, like, I book things like right after I drink Celsius. So I'm like, oh my god, anything is possible. Ugh. And then, like, when push comes to shove, I'm like, what? What have I done? I need to go home. Like, I, I need know. to sleep. This isn't okay. I know. Oh, you did the Whole Foods. Co- you the cocaine of Whole Foods. Uh, Celsius yeah, exactly. water. That is exactly. it. They don't even sell it there. They don't now because I was like, it's too good. It's too good to be sold at Whole Foods. <laughs> they sell it at Sprouts. You'd think that Whole Foods would have it. That's funny to me that they don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, I, I walked in and I walked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what do you think you are, Erewhon? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've been trying to do, like, I hear you being like way too overbooked because I like – I'm so tired and and overworked from working like a day job and doing every, and stand up and doing everything else that I was like, you know what? This summer I'm going to like scale back a little bit. I'm not going to like ask to be booked on mm. as much stuff. I'm just going to like if somebody asks me great, I'm going to give myself like some grace and some breathing room. Y'all, I've mm. never been asked to do this many shows in my entire life. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, why? This wasn't how this was supposed to work. Dude, but is this the curse of stand-up? I feel like when I don't have shows, all I want is more shows. Mm-hmm. And then when I book those shows, I don't want to go to those shows. Like yep. the day of, I'm just like, oh, should I cancel? Like, yeah. oh, how do I get out of this? Which is crazy. It's this really weird cycle. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. There have been times where I just uh, pulled up to a show and then just sat in my car. <laughs> oh, you mean every show? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> Heater blasting, just like baking yep. my life decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I specifically get to shows early because I know that I need time to like psych myself up to walk inside a place that isn't my own home. <laughs> <laughs> yep yep i don't know what it is dude. there's this, this feeling every time i'm like mm, i don't want to go in i don't want to go in and then once i'm on stage it's fine i'm like oh my yeah, god i yeah. belong here this is this is me and then as soon as i get off stage i'm like what am i doing with my life this is I know. like it's this psychotic cycle well because yeah. it's uh it's exhausting and it's a drug yeah. you know where it's yeah. like you're on stage you feel amazing and then the second that's done you're like oh shit i've slept four hours and yeah. i yeah <laughs> i wish we could like work at noon i wish that's like when comedy clubs were open it's just like <laughs> You know what? Let's not take set. it that far. No, 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 no. Comedy when it's light out? No. What do you, what do you know? Yeah. That's true. What are you, I've, Mormon? I've done comedy at noon and no uh, it is terrible. Mm-hmm. Many yeah. uh mm-hmm. college cafeteria. Oh, <laughs> oh God. It's, oh, bless you. I, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day too, that like when, <laughs> whenever you get like of show like you finally see the show flyer for a show that you're on and you're like you get either get so excited because there's people that you really like on the show or you're like oh god 
look who's on this lineup. And it's I so funny. I hear like, that pantyhose joke one more <laughs> fucking time. And like, and I think it's so smart because like sometimes like you think about getting invited to something like a party and how often do you say the words, well, who else is going or who else is invited? Yeah. Thank God they don't yeah. tell us ahead of time who else is on the show because if they did, I would turn down so many shows. <laughs> oh, so on it. He's Ooh. problematic. Yeah, that's hilarious. Wait, so it's a 16-hour flight to Dubai. What mm-hmm. do you do on that flight to keep yourself sane? Yeah, tell me, because I'm uh, about to take one that's almost, that's actually just as long, <laughs> if not longer. Where so are please. you going? Not till September, but I'm going to Bali. Oh my God. Oh, that's so exciting. Um, okay, what do I do? Usually, <laughs> <Super see it. laughs> yes, I'm going that's to cool. Bali. I know. Yeah, I am. A white I am, woman going to Bali. <laughs> I know. I'm going to, I'm going to, comp- to make my full transition into the white woman that I am. And there what are you going to do? Yoga and find crystals? I've never heard of this. <laughs> um, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going on a wellness <laughs> retreat that has like breath work and uh, yes. yoga, nudra, nidra, whatever the hell. It, I, you know why I'm doing it? is because a a couple of my girlfriends are doing it but and like kind of co-running <laughs> it but also because this is the type of shit that I make fun of endlessly and so I want to go with an open mind and just be out of my comfort zone and be forced into I doing stuff it. that I hate like I will spend <laughs> okay. I will spend Comedy 2 research. grand yes I will spend <laughs> yeah. 2 grand yeah. to go and be oh. to be judgmental in a beautiful place <laughs> there it is that right there is a tax write off let me tell you that that is comedy <laughs> research that is that is hitting your bottom line. Um, okay, so usually what I do is I catch up on like movies. Actually, what, that's that's a lie. Usually what I do is I take advantage of the no Wi-Fi situation and I just write. Like every, you know how we're always like, oh, I can't write because I just I get pinged in social media. Yeah. Even if there is a Wi-Fi option, I never log into the Wi-Fi on airplanes because it's like my time to um, edit videos, write stand up. Um, and also key to passing time is like cleaning out your phone. Because like I said, there's like, there's nothing else to do. So like I go through and delete videos and pictures and like duplicates and stuff like that. But this time um, on the flight, my sister was like, you know what we should do? We should just like not sleep at all so that we can like just be exhausted and sleep when we get to Dubai because we're going to arrive at night, which was an amazing idea. And so I realized that meant I had to be fucking conscious for 16 hours. Like usually you knock out and you're like living your life. But I was like, just being awake that long. I was like, I just, what is the point of life? Um <laughs> So, so yeah, just keep busy. Honestly, like the, the, the you taking advantage of the no, like, um, disruptions is, is the best part. Do you That's get, smart. do you get that twitch though? When you like, when you like, when you know like, your body wants to check your phone, even though like your brain, your brain knows that there's no service in the fucking sky, yeah. like, you know, and yeah. yet still you go and pick it up and you go and open Instagram and it's the same photo yeah. that you turned it off on and it yep. won't. 100%. And, and, and nine times out of 10, like prior until recently, it was always Britney Spears doing something that I was like, if somebody looks over, they're going to think I'm watching porn. Like every time. <laughs> 100% Britney bitch um yeah and I also like it's funny because I just went viral like two days before my flight so like even just uh, or even maybe even like a day of my flight I forget but so it was like so hard for me to turn it off I was like I just want to like I just want to like check one more time before like I get on this plane so it was a really weird feeling I felt like I was like um on a reality tv show where like you know how like the contestants don't have access to internet and then like once they get off they're like oh my god I gained like 500,000 followers then um, so I was like, it was kind of that feeling where I was like, oh my God, in 16 hours, we're going to see if I'm famous. I was just like, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> what, what did you go viral for? What was it a stand up um, or was it something different? No, it was this video I did called like how to talk back to aunties, which is this idea I've had for years. Cause like my mom and dad's like friends will always just say the most ridiculous shit to me. And like, even just like in like brown circles, they'll just be like, Oh, oh yeah. so like, why aren't you a doctor? And so it was finally like me being like, this is why bitch. And just like saying it, um, and saying things I've actually said before, like one time, this auntie was like, oh my God, you've gained weight. And I was like, oh, thank you. So have you. And so it was just like this <laughs> instructional video about like how to talk shit back without getting in trouble. Um, Dude, they are wild. I stepped off the yeah. plane in India. I hadn't been or seen my relatives in like 10, 15 years. And the first thing my uncle said to me when he saw me was, oh, so you didn't grow any dollar. And I was like, fuck oh my God. you. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> it's been 15 years. so weird. I'm like, you're, you have like the meanest fucking humor. And they're like, oh, wow. So you're still saying, oh, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's humor. <laughs> I think that's just they, like cruelty. <laughs> yeah. They go for like, just like top line surface level, like trauma. Like that's oh, really yeah. like how they connect. They're like, should we trauma bond? Just chai and trauma. Let's go. (laughs) Chai and trauma. I like Mm -hmm. it. There's nothing that people that aren't related to you love or are related to you, but like far away enough and just ruining your life. Like they're, they get some sick, like fantasy about just like, let's see what I can get away with now. Like, yeah. I don't know why. Cause I'm like, do they, do they know that they're being offensive? And I'm like, they must not. They must just think that they're commenting and like, it's cultural. Yeah, they because they call Americans sensitive is what it mm, is. So you're supposed yeah. to just be like, well, yeah, I did get fat. All right, well, let's yeah. move it along. But it doesn't <laughs> like... I was like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bury this for years and I'm going to talk about <laughs> it on stage and on TikTok in front of strangers. And I hope to God that you see this video and go, is this about me? Because yeah, bitch, it is about you. Yeah. <laughs> it is about Dude, you. Dude, it's wild. But everybody talks to each other from what I could tell. Like when I was visiting my relatives, like everybody just talked that way. Like even the tailor was fixing one of uh, my cousin's blouses. And yeah. he was just like, oh my God, your boobs, they're so loopy. And it's like, you can't no. say that. <laughs> no. And my oh. mom was like laughing. She was like, your cousin was so mad. Damn. Oh my God. He's just like, He's just like, oh, any nipples? Haven't seen that in a while. You're like, please no. <laughs> Sir, no. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> bro, they just, no fucks given. Just whatever. No filter. Wow. And like, even if you bring it up to them, they're like, this is inappropriate. They're like, why? No, it's yeah. not. And it's like, I guess you can kind of forgive it a little bit when it's somebody that is like a grandparent and they're so old where you're like, let them get these last few digs out, you know? But, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. but, but when it's somebody that's like our parents say, you know what I mean? Like, like or, yeah. I guess, or even when you're younger and you think that they're old and they're like our age now or whatever. Yeah. But like that, those you're like, okay, you know better. But like yeah. grandparents yeah. at least... Yeah. Nine and above, get the digs out. We're digging exactly. your grave. Yeah, exactly. there, there it is. There it is. Yep. Next dig is in the dirt. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll do the next digging. Thank you so much. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I'm dying to hear about like the rest of your fam. Like, are are they, because oh. you were, so is, is your whole family here or are they like kind of scattered or where are they? So I'm Iraqi. Most of my family, like my extended family is in Iraq. So um, just my my dad, mom, brother and sister. I love my older sister. I live with in LA here. And then my younger brother, um, who's just living his best life in Colorado, just his best white oh. life. Um, he, that's just my little family unit. And then like the cousins are kind of like 
predominantly um, in Iraq or just kind of scattered. So for me, like a lot of my family shenanigans just happened with my immediately or my immediate family because cousins were just like a foreign concept to me. Like cousins are just the people you block on Instagram. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, a lot of like my family is super, super close because like when we moved around, like we were born and raised in Fort Collins, Colorado, and then we moved to Bahrain in the Middle East, ironically, a week before 9-11. Um, yeah, we didn't know what was happening. According to what else you did, so <laughs> we didn't know what was happening. Uh, or we did and have just like great timing. No. Um, so, so it was always like my little family. So like we're very, very close because of it because it was kind of us against the world. Um, but yeah. And then I was the middle child. Surprise, stand-up comedian, middle child. What? <laughs> I grew up uh, super overweight, so, like, I feel like that also contributes to the standard comedian in me, where I'm just, like... Same. Yeah. Oh, you grew up super overweight? No, I... Okay, because I was bullied for being fat, but then I look at pictures of me when I was a kid, and I was like, I wasn't fat. What? Kids <laughs> fucking suck, man. They're I so know. mean. I yeah. used to think I was, like, this huge fat kid, and then I look at photos, and I'd be like, okay, chubby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of, like, uh, it's funny, a lot of, like, my fun my family stories revolve around like me sneaking food and like finding ways to like, just like be a devious little chubby munchkin. (laughs) Were your parents Mm -hmm. super like, were they trying to get you to lose weight? Yeah. Um, all the time. Just, just since I was nine. Um, no, my, (laughs) (laughs) my parents. So at first they tried to like limit it. They're like, okay. So like, each kid, there's this thing called halkom, which is Turkish delights, which are like those kind of oh, gummy yeah. type things covered in powder. So like I was getting like plump and they're like, which is funny because I had the same metabolism or sorry, I would eat the same. And my brother and sister just had fast metabolisms. And then, well, to them, I ate the same. I was definitely sneaking food at night. But um, <laughs> I remember like they were like, OK, just one foot each of you. And I was like, OK. And then like um, I wanted more. And so like. Uh, there was like this moment where like I would just like steal boxes of it and like hide it in the bathroom underneath the towels and then like I would just pretend dude I would pretend that I had to take a shit and just like go in there and just like just sit there eating the entire box of Turkish lights and then if the, if I ever got caught I'd blame it on my brother I was like I don't it's probably him well you know I'm like 10 pounds heavier I'm like it's probably him <laughs> you have just like powder all over your face and you're like everywhere oh, yeah. it's cocaine mom it's fine <laughs> yeah like, there's a the Turkish delight stuck pepper. in your hair you're like yep. oh no yeah my brothers and sister would blackmail me too because they would catch me and then they'd be like if you don't do my chores I'm gonna tell mom and baba that you were like stealing candy or like we go to amusement parks and buy like they're like you're not allowed to have a caramel apple. I was like okay, and then I'd go buy a caramel apple and then I would like take it home and hide it. And I used to live in the basement. I like I would hide it. This um, gets sadder be- by the second. I used to live I in know. the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was furnished. Don't worry. Like there were only oh thank God. She's like oh there was a sliding accordion door for privacy. It was pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> One of the windows had glass and um kidding. and. Uh, I remember, like, it was one of those, those, like, below ground. It was, like, a, it was a finished basement. But, like, if you opened the windows, there was snow because I lived in Colorado. And so, like, I remember I would, like, steal, like, I would, like, get um, candy apples or, like, cookie dough from the grocery store. And, like, I couldn't keep it in our fridge. So I would just, like, shove it in the snow and, like, save Wait, it for a day. Dude, I was fucking <laughs> <What>? crazy. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. This is, yeah, sugar is so a real problem. You know, did you, like... like- did you like go grow out of it or did you like, did you start working out or like, did you just stop? Like what? No. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Depression is a hell of a drug. No. Um, <laughs> my mom, 
<laughs> my mom forced me onto Weight Watchers when I was like 17. What, forced uh, me sounds aggressive. This sounds a lot okay. more sad than it really was. Um, she, they were like, uh, they took me to Weight Watchers. They dropped me off and they're like, go, like figure it out. And then it actually helped me a lot. I learned a lot, but it was so weird because like I was the youngest person to Weight Watchers by like 25 years. I like. <laughs> We like we, it was kind of like this like AA meeting, but it was like like sugar anonymous meeting, and then we just like share like our like triumphs for the week and stuff. And I remember like this, my triumphs were like so different. Like everyone's like, oh, you know, like I can finally fit into my pants and touch my toes, and I was like, oh yeah, I got into college this week. Like it was very. <laughs> I like the idea different. that the the caramel apples were going to prevent you from getting into college. Like I don't know what. <laughs> What, like, nutty professor situation you were in where it's like, I couldn't fit through the door. Like, exactly. why would, why my dad would the fat people into college? I was like, are you sure? There's a weight limit? Really? Oh I my think God. it's fats only, actually, when you get to college. Exactly. It's a freshman yeah. ton. Yeah. Like, that's why, they're like, that's why you have to be 15 pounds less is because you have to gain it. You don't have a choice. Exactly. Dude, I gained, like, the freshman 42. Weight's oh, always been, like, up oh, and down. Same. So, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, uh, you you haven't heard it, but uh, previous episodes, I have let everybody know that I would lock myself in the dorm room and drink Diet Coke with lime while eating SpaghettiOs with meatballs straight out of the can. So oh, I love are. that. Oh, I, I knew I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> I would like. I would like. Okay, so I was go. So a lot of my life was like these like crash diets, right? Because I was like I would diet for this. I was either fat or not fat. It was just or unhealthy. It was like there there was no uh, in between. Yeah. Now I figured it out. Now I intermittent fast. I live my life. I eat what I want. I work out. Now I've, I've finally cracked the code. I'm healthy. But like, there was, was a period there where I was like, this is wrong. Like I <laughs> would be in these like crazy diets. I was like, I'm not going to eat this or that or this or that. And then I would lose weight. And then I would like literally snap. And then be like, I would just like drive to Safeway and get like $40 worth of junk food, like Oreos and peanut butter and like, and ice cream and pizza and chips and salsa. And I would just like binge it. And then I was like, okay. And then I would like throw it all up. And I was like, it doesn't actually matter. It's like, all oh, gone. we now call that bulimia. But <laughs> back in the day, it was just a fun activity we did just for like a year. And we're good. We're better for it now. I love how we're all like 90s kids who have like are dealing dealt with like weight and eating disorders because of Barbie. And now that the Barbie movie is coming out, like everybody's excited. We're like, oh my God, that thing that wrecked my brain. Exactly. Yes, exactly. $20 to go watch. <laughs> I draw. Yep. Yep. I wonder what it's going to be like for the next generation with like the BBL. Like, are their Barbie dolls going to look different? <laughs> hmm. I don't think so. Uh, I, don't think I mean, they have, have hats, Brazilian so butt like Barbie. But that's true. Barbie. Maybe that's where it comes from. What do they, they have? What brats, which has like oh, the over exaggerated features. Mm. Maybe that's where it comes mm. from. I mean, they Love also have Pixar sure. moms, too, who have those, like, dump truck asses. There it is. Yeah, you're right. Like, uh, The Incredibles. Yes! Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also, Dexter's mom was thick. You're right. Mm. <laughs> you're right, Lois Griffin. Peta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually did. That was one of the videos I did with Family Guy, because I did, like, a Lois girlfriend audition tape and like did her voice and the fan base was like who the fuck is this and i was like okay i'm just gonna retreat to my corner of the internet thank you so much oh yeah. god <laughs> it's such a fun accent to like replicate though like uh, yeah like, like we we do it all the time when i'm like talking about the cats or something i'm just like i'll paint i'm drinking my water <laughs> like it's so yeah, stupid like exactly how does she laugh she's like <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a lois 
Oh, man. Well, I think, uh, let's see. I know we don't have too much time, so let's let's grab one of your stories before we run out. I'm, like, dying to hear some some dirt about your fam. That wasn't (laughs) it? Okay. Um, What are my – to just a story? Yeah, just, like, something funny that happened. I love that people get so weirded out, and I'm like – yeah, you know, it's like your chance to like talk shit about your family. <laughs> oh, I love that. Maybe I could tell the story of how I went to Iraq back in. I've never told the story before, I don't think, in a Ooh. public setting. Oh, okay. Mm. So when I was 10, we went back to Iraq. My parents were like, oh, we want you to learn about your culture and things like that. And so, um, so my sister, my mom and I, we went back cause like it wasn't safe for men to go. Cause like, um, Saddam was still in power. Oh, sure. um, yeah. So we go and it was such a fun experience. I met all my family all at once. It was kind of like, like everything everywhere all at once. So I was like, Oh my God, what is this alternate universe where you kind of <laughs> look like me, but you don't speak English. Very confusing. Um, so I remember like, first off, like my poor American bowels could not handle it. Like I had diarrhea for a month like oh like it was bad God, that'll happen it's bad yeah yeah you, I never you, you, couldn't, you couldn't control that one <laughs> no exactly exactly <laughs> guys I could only the other end um <laughs> so I remember it was just like such a culture shock too like I spoke the language but I was like what the fuck's going on um why don't you guys have pizza hut like it was very like you know <laughs> very big questions life questions um but there was like, there's a few things I'll never forget. Okay. So one of them was like, when they're like, do you want to go to the amusement park with us? And I was like, yes. So their amusement park was like built in like the 1970s or something. Like definitely not above board. There's no fire marshal there. Um, and they're like, do you want to see our tiger? And I was like, yeah, like a zoo. And they're like, no, like tiger individual one in a box. And I was like, oh, and they just like had a tiger. Just like, just chilling, chilling in this cage, like a cage you can shove your hands in. And I was like, oh, this doesn't feel above board. Um, so did not, I guess someone did get attacked by a tiger. I didn't see it. Um, but then. Of course they did, bro. <laughs> I just feel like brown people in general are too chill about tigers, man. Like I 100%. Went, I went to a wildlife preserve and there was like a mom and these baby tigers behind the Jeep. And like all the Indians were like, slow down, slow down. I was the only one like, bitch, go faster. I'm like, yeah, I will kick you out of the Jeep and start driving. They were slowing down. I was like, that's oh a God. baby and it's mom. Like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. everyone's always like, oh, the tigers are so majestic. I'm like, fuck the tigers. They're fucking dangerous. Run. Yeah. You know how they got their uh, that shiny coat? They ate Ralph. That's where they got all the nutrients. There it is. There it is. Ralph is also my ex-boyfriend's name, so I want to, like, I want to believe that that's what you said. (laughs) Is that what we're talking about? Amazing. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. How could you ever date a man named Ralph? Honestly, it was my diversity experience. I was, like, (laughs) you know, all about DEI, and I was like, let me, like, see what the white is about. And I learned, and I I walked away. Um, (laughs) European, so um, I was... It, Trump was in office. It was my exit strategy. Um, but, <laughs> I don't um, know why, but Ralph just seems like such an American name because I just picture such a like, blah, like type of person. I no. can't imagine a European named Ralph. Yeah. Like, Ralph. Ralph in a peacoat. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was this short little Dutch guy, which is so funny because um, Dutch people are known for being very, very tall. And um, I like met all his friends and I was like, oh God, I got the run to the litter. He's so short. <laughs> <laughs> He's so short. Nice guy. So short. So short. Um, you got yourself a little uh, Dutch short king. There That's it true. is. 
there several years ago. But, <laughs> so back to Iraq. Okay, so so the whole amusement park thing happened. I remember thinking it was so fascinating that the Arabic word for cotton candy is shadbanat, which means girl's hair. So I was oh. like, y'all just out here eating Dude, girl hair? There's an Indian sweet called, uh, I'm going to butcher the saying of it, but it's like bodhikabal, which means old woman hair because it's white <laughs> and stringy. And I was like, yeah, ew, that's the funny. fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Very oh, visual God. people. Yeah. That's why Ralph left That'd be like somebody being like, oh, jelly? Oh, do you mean like nose insides? Like, you don't even know what you call it that. Like, have you had any booger? No. Um... <laughs> So I remember that stuck out. Okay, but this is my favorite story. Okay, so when back in 2000, when I went, you could not fly to Baghdad, at least not as an American citizen. So we had to fly to Jordan and then take a cab from, it's like a five-hour cab ride to Baghdad. Very sketch. And so on the way back, my parents, my mom was like, um, she wanted to bring back some like family heirlooms, some gold. Um, but you were not allowed to bring, to take gold out of, Iraq for some reason. I think it was either like a taxing or just like you can't take stuff like whatever. So my mom's genius idea, she's like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to have my 10-year-old and my 12-year-old smuggle the gold back out of the country for us. So literally she gives me like Ziploc baggies full of gold jewelry and she's like, okay, shove it in your pockets, shove it in your shoes. This is why TSA has these rules, man. And so I was like, okay. And so I was like, I'm sure she gave me a lollipop or something. I was like, and, this is, sealed. and oh. when was this? This Because this is post 9-11, right? When like this air- No, pre-9-11. Pre, pre, okay. Because I was going to say, and so yeah. it's before all the crazy air. Because I'm like, they're going to find that. I was like. Yeah, no, yeah. So mind you, this is just to drive it out. Because once you're in Jordan, you can take whatever you want. Like you can fly. But like, I yeah, see. just to drive okay. it out. So, yeah. So my mom's like, okay, shove it a pocket full of all the gold. I feel like the beginning of a nursery rhyme. And so, um. We're like driving out, and then like the, the like uh, army or somebody waves us down, and like it's checkpoint time. So we like go to the checkpoint, and my mom was like, "Listen to me. This is an air. Uh, I think it's English. She's like, listen to me very carefully. I know you understand Arabic, but right now you don't understand Arabic.' I was like, okay. She's like, you only speak English. I was like, dope. I got you, mama. So um, the ladies like the they take us over, and then like they're starting to like rip apart the car and search for things, like see if we have any like you know gold this is such an arab story um and then the lady arab comes and like, uh pirates i was like God yeah, damn. exactly <laughs> that's a black beard ass story so to the lady the women the interrogation officer she's like i need to in arabic she's like i need to to uh, check the ladies for their uh pockets to make sure there's nothing on their person like a gun or something so i was like yeah for sure i'm like putting on my most american accent i'm like okay yeah all right let's go and so she's like patting me down and I'm like, fuck dude, I have like a bag full of gold rings in my pocket. And I was like, oh my God, she's going to find it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to jail. And um, <laughs> she goes to pat my pocket. But luckily I was wearing my jeans from limited Two, and they had these butterfly patches all over them. So she thought it was just the patch. And then she like, let us go. And I was like, <sighs> like I almost threw up. Wow. I, I was like, Lips. bitch, you about to get me jailed abroad, locked up abroad because you wanted to bring home an heirloom. Um, <laughs> Saved then, by limited two jeans. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I think the statute of limitations is done so I can tell that story, but smuggled gold out of Iraq. Not crazy. Is it like yes. that's and like was it gold that like was in your family like stuff that you guys already owned or was it stuff that she like purchased? Yeah, actually, I think I have one right here. 
I think Dude, I have one of those like, contraband items right here. Right here. It's but like, it's like a, where's, my, where's my camera? It's like a gold oh, ring. Yeah, I think it like belonged to my grandma. But no, like, that's that's a brown thing. Like my mom yeah. always says that. She's like she starts acting like a pirate sometimes when she's talking to me. She's like, so bad they know Indians have gold on them. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about lady go to move the gold i'm like what? who cares if we have gold is there a law against gold i'm like is there a rainbow and lucky charms your guard like lady what are you talking about oh, yeah i know i know also to risk your child life i'm sitting here like no i'm team america i don't speak your language and i hear this woman like what did these idiots she called me a fat american i swear to god in arabic and i was like <laughs> I know that word. I don't know why I'm Southern in the story. I know that that word. word. I know that one. That's like so (laughs) different than like white people culture because I just remember growing up and everybody was like, oh, ew, your jewelry's gold, sterling silver only. (laughs) Like we were so much better. And you're like, and like now I'm like, I mostly only wear like, I prefer gold jewelry. And so it fucks up your skin otherwise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I just like it better. And I also like, I like mixing metals. Like I like mixing mixing gold and silver but do you remember how like judgmental people would be when you were younger like oh you can't mix that you have gold earrings yes. and silver necklace Ugh. yeah and like what like just yeah. people people are ugh, there were are uh, bigger problems with my wardrobe <laughs> <laughs> well for me it's a tax write-off i'm like i'm not here mixing metals gold and silver so that the people of the world could understand right, right? <laughs> i'm spreading my message um, this is research for a joke <laughs> yeah exactly you know what? i need to tell that gold story in stand-up because it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> it's hilarious yeah it's really funny uh, yeah, well, thank you for doing the pod, Reem. There's so many funny stories. I appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, thank you. I just want to say, don't be bulimic. It's not fun. Okay. No, um. no, of course not. God, no. <laughs> oh. Trigger warning. Okay. Um, where can everybody find you? I'm on all the socials at Reem Edan, R-E-M-E-D-A-N. That's it. Hell yeah. Uh, you can find me at Valerie underscore Tossie on all of the things. And uh, just search Suba, S-U-B-H-H, or go to s-comedy.com. And thank you for listening.